0: Hello, all you pokey adventurers, and happy Wednesday wherever you are. Uh, this is Rob, the host of Ultra Universe of the Podcast, and we're gonna do some Pokemoning. So let's get into it. All right, everybody. Hope you guys had a good holiday uh four-day weekend last week, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um it was wet by me, so I stayed in, but hey, that's fine too. Um so we're going to do some Pokemoning today, but we can't do these videos alone, so today I have back all the way from the Geek Freak podcast, Frank, say hello to the world. Hello, world. <laughs> there you go. Such eloquence and, you know, <laughs> nice air, right? Yeah. All right, so did you have a good holiday last week?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's raining over here too, so it's mostly an indoor holiday.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we stayed in on Thanksgiving, so we just made a, made a nice little meal and just watched some TV, stayed warm. Yeah. Because I did not want to drive to where I was going to drive to, so. Yeah, seriously. Uh, luckily, right now, it's clear, but, you know, California is going through some sort of emotional crisis, so, you know, <laughs> it doesn't know what it
1: wants. We get them here and there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But that will not stop us from being nerds, right? So we... Oh, sure. <laughs> we, so, we're going to be nerds today, and I don't know if you've done one of these with me before, but um, if you guys out there have listened, I do something called uh, Poke Species Chat, where we go through all 800-plus Pokemon. Yes, there are that many now. I feel so old, because when I was growing up, we had 151.
1: Yep.
0: Yes, no, maybe more. I don't remember. There's too many. But um, with the you know love of Pokemon Go, I am now back in the saddle, which I think you are too, with yep. the Pokemon franchise. Um, I'm actually curious to see what the new cartoon's going to be like. It hasn't aired here, but it did air in Japan already, and it seems to be getting good reviews. So, I know I really it's kind like, of off the subject, but are you are you going to check it out when it comes? out? I'll check out, it out when it comes out.
1: Yeah, I really like the idea of them adding two protagonists now, so it's not just Ash and. Uh,
0: right, right.
1: He's hunting down Mew, which Mew is always awesome. So, I mean, yeah, I'll check it out for sure.
0: And I like how it's literally all the worlds in one, because, you know, we grew up with the first season, so, yeah. like, you know, we had all the Kanto, and it's kind of cool that we're going to get to see them again, because it's been a while. I mean, I think the, the one there right now is Lola, so it's all, like, the island
1: yeah, Pokemon. The Hawaiian stuff, yeah.
0: Exactly. So, I don't know, that'll be kind of cool. Hopefully, we'll see the guy that we're going to talk about today, and we'll jump right in. So, I love the really ridiculous, and also ones based on real-world creatures Mm -hmm. And this guy actually does both, funny enough. We'll get into that in a second. It's the Gligar poker, the, why am I putting the, it's Gligar, it's just Gligar. (laughs) Um, He is a ground flying type, which as you know from me, flying is not my favorite because of its generality, but ground types usually are pretty good. So being that you put two together, he's a pretty badass Pokemon, I would think. Um, known as the Fly Scorpion Pokemon, which actually is a real creature in real life. We'll probably talk about it in a minute. Um, It does evolve into Gliscor, but this is one of the few times where it's not, where Pokemon Go has lost the originality of the game. In Pokemon Go, I believe it's just the Sinnoh Stone, right? Um, In the game, however, or in the anime, it's something called Razor Fang. So... Mm. I did a, one of these last time, oh, I did one on, on Onyx to Steelix, and mm. I talked about how in the game and in the anime, they use the, the Steel Coat, and Pokemon Go uses it. Do you think there's a reason why they kind of just put this in the regular Sinnoh evolutions, or do you think they just didn't have enough um, time to make a new item to evolve?
1: Uh, probably, probably just to simplify everything really, just to kind of make it easy. Cause we ha- they have to keep the audience real broad. So I bet they can't keep throwing like all these fancy ways of evolving. So I think they're okay. really just making it easy.
0: That makes sense. And I know obviously Glyscore is in the Sinnoh region. So it makes sense, but, um, but there's a lot of Sinnoh Pokemon that can be evolved differently. And it seems like they just put a bunch together in one, but as you just pointed out, I think for the ease of the regular worlds, Let's not make it too confusing. Um, So that makes sense. So we will go into the biology really quick. So I I always looked at this thing as a bat with like scorpion hands, but there's actually a bug in real life called the scorpion fly, which is a fly, but it resembles the uh, characteristics of the, of the arachnid scorpion. Um, That being said though, um, he doesn't really fly well in the anime, huh? So is flying type kind of like a a irony thing here? Because if you remember, Ash's Gligar didn't really fly. He pretty much like made Ash carry him around.
1: Yeah. And and when you read into this character, this, this Pokemon, he's, it's hard because I never liked the the idea of flying and ground being the same Pokemon. Like that doesn't make sense to me, (laughs) you know? uh, Yeah, but yeah, he's a gliding Pokemon. So, they generally jump from the cliffs, glide as far as they can, and then they run back to their nest up on the side of the cliff. So uh, he doesn't fly, he more glides. So I bet he can't do moves like, like the actual move fly where he takes off and goes directly up. I bet he can't right. do
0: that. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and you're right, it's, it's a very, like, I like ground typing, but you're right, it is kind of weird to put flying and ground together because that's mm-hmm. like birds don't live in the ground.
1: Right, it's like, oh, Birds. look at my water, fire Pokemon. It's like, no, that can't be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, it would, it would blow itself up because, like, you know, mm-hmm. you put the two together and you get, like, this explosion. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Pokemon is, is strange, but I love it anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so like you said, they do live in the mountainous regions. Um, it, yeah, so for what it is, and it's funny because some, when they, when they categorize these Pokemon, you know, like, for instance, Bulbasaur and the lion are just called the seed Pokemon, very generic. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny how, in this case, they're calling it literally an actual animal Pokemon. Yeah. Maybe that's just because, because I know I know the guy who invented the, the idea was really big into catching bugs as a kid. So I feel like a lot of the bug type Pokemon he's very specific on because he knows it well. Yeah. But you look at this thing, it's like a giant purple bat with, with scorpion claws. I don't really know how that's a bug. But, and it's not even bug type. It's like it's a bug Pokemon, but it's not bug type.
1: You know. and, and, and it's really weird because, uh, you know, yeah, at first glance, it totally looks like a bat. And <laughs> with the fangs and everything like that, I just assumed a bat. And then after you look into it, you're like, oh, okay, it is a bug type, but not bug type. <laughs> it's, it's really confusing that they decided to, like, I, wouldn't have, I would go flying bug myself. And, like, that makes sense. Slide, you know, I would not make it ground at all. No, that
0: I like that. That makes sense. They, they should change it to flying bug or, or at least just bug. Like, I don't, you know, yeah. bug type of some sort. I, you know, so, okay. So now that we have totally annihilated this poor character, like, he, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so obviously the biggest one that we remember is Ash's Ashes that he caught. Um, right. he, it was, uh, this one was kind of funny because most of the other Pokemon that he evolves kind of wanted to evolve. Gligar, if I remember correctly, at least Ash's Gligar, wasn't really keen on evolving. So it was kind of like a forceful thing. And not until later in the anime did he actually get to evolve to Gliscor. Um I don't know if I remember that right. But if I am, that's a little odd, right? I mean, because wouldn't you think a Pokemon want to get stronger into its bigger form or, you know?
1: True. Yeah, normally they would. But one thing that happens to Ash all the time is he just gets the, like, stubborn Pokemon. That so is true. He's, if it's stubborn, they want Ash. I mean, like, look at his Charizard, look at his... Even Pikachu. Yeah, like, I was I'm just about to him. say Charizard. <laughs> so I, I could see this. I could see him just being like, no, I like my body. <laughs> I don't want to change it. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, yeah. and I guess,
0: it, you know, and maybe it's just funny because, like, he was the main character. So, like, they're like, let's make him have all the issues because, yeah. you know, it's Ash. <laughs> But, like, you notice, like, when Brock and Misty and them were there, none of their Pokemon, well, okay, except for Psyduck, but Psyduck's, like, a
1: well, yeah, Psyduck's special case. <laughs>
0: um, all the other Pokemon that his friends had always pretty much did what they were supposed to. Like, they, they you know, they did the course. All of Ashes, you're right. Like, I think um, his Torkoal was a little messed up. His, uh, like you said, the Charizard. So, you know, I think m- maybe he just, you know, he gets the special needs Pokemon. We'll, we'll call them that. <laughs> the Pokemon so like, that just ain't all cut out to be what they're supposed to. But
1: well, It always remind me of like, just like rebellious teens. That's exactly what Charizard was the entire time. He was just like, no dad, you can't tell me what to do. Like that's exactly, I think that's the kind of. thing.
0: What's funny. Cause going off on that really quick. The, I think the only reason why Charizard actually started being nice was I think because the other Pokemon pissed it off to the point where Charizard had to like, fend to like, you know, fight back. But yeah. so I don't think Charizard ever really appreciated Ash, but I think at some point Charizard was like, okay, fine. I'm stuck with you. I will do what we gotta do. We ain't gonna be best friends, but I guess I kinda like you because you know, like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a really weird
1: The way I've always looked at it as okay, so was the fight against Magmar, which was just legendary with the size of the toss. Yes, by. there you go. That was so great. But then I, I always thought of it as Char or Charizard outleveled Ash, and if you played the games, except outside your starter Pokemon, your Pokemon could actually outlevel you, and then they start misbehaving. And so I assume that Ash eventually got you know hide a high enough badge or whatever you need to do, it's usually a badge, uh, to where you could handle like a level 55 Pokemon now, and then all of a sudden he could handle Charizard. Like I'm thinking always like it goes back to the game kind of thing, so I just assumed.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, but Ash, so so yeah, Ash always. I mean, and not. I mean, even Pikachu too. Pikachu definitely was not his friend at the beginning. Like Pikachu no. was <laughs> like, "I don't like you. I don't want to be here, but I have to because otherwise I'm stuck inside this lab all day." Yeah. You know. So okay. So seems so the the most uh, so the most famous Gligar obviously is Ash's. We do get a couple other characters. Uh, one of the main ones is a character named Morrison who has a Gligar as well. But what's what interesting is I'm looking through. Gligar didn't really show up a lot other than when he was uh, opened up by Ash. So I feel like one reason why I like him a lot more, and I talked about this on another episode, is that because he wasn't used too much, he was more fun when you saw him. Um, yeah, that's true. A lot of Ash's other Pokemon you saw almost all the time. And after a while, you're like, okay, put a new one out. Like, go catch something else. Um, Gligar was only used, I think, when he was in the Sinnoh region And then the rest of the time he kind of shows up in random scenes and that's about it. So, um, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. Are are you more of a fan of seeing them rarely or do you like seeing your favorite Pokemon all the time?
1: See, I think I actually would like to see them all the time because then you kind of get their personality, a little more of their personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we refer back to, Pikachu time. Well, that's because we always saw Pikachu and he had a very distinct personality that developed over the course of the show. So I, I kind of want to see him more often.
0: All right, that's, that's fair enough. Um, okay, so we're going to read off the Pokédex entry really quick because sometimes they're really funny. So there's actually two. Uh, Ash's Pokédex called it the, or says Gligar uses the cape-like wings on its back to glide from tree to tree quickly and quietly. So exactly what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dawn's Pokédex said it glides using the membrane attached to its arms and legs and attacks the face of its prey with its claws that sounds so d- demonic like I'm picturing this thing like jumping on your face and like eating you alive um, like one yeah. of those hugger aliens from the aliens exactly uh, yeah so it seems like in this case both entries are fairly the same they basically both talk about the fact that it glides and doesn't fly so more to your point they even admit in the game that these things don't fly, they glide. So why it's a flying Pokemon, I don't know. But I think they just kind of contradicted themselves there, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not them.
1: It's a lot of Pokemon. They they get lost in it, I'm sure. It's just like, you know what? Screw it, it's got wings to make it a flying Pokemon. <laughs> you know kind of,
0: if it looks like a bird or an animal that flies, we're gonna make it flying. Yeah. That's the rule. Um, okay, so one thing I got into recently that if you guys have listened to uh, the Pokemon manga, which I totally didn't realize how how much it actually connects to the to the game and the cartoon uh, so he showed up a lot uh, Gligar showed up a lot in the manga uh, with one of the characters from the anime Morrison in the manga. so again, I always ask the question do they do we think that the anime takes ideas from the manga or do we think that same time they were written and it was just kind of like let's make some similarities, but let's also make some differences.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting to like get into Pokemon HQ and see how that that shakes out because you have the series, you have that, and you have the game. Right. uh, And then the manga, they, they all come out in tandem too. So, you know, Oh, the next one's going to be a game. Next one will be the new series. Next one will be the next manga. Uh, I think, I think for the most part, everybody kind of works on their own, but then they're like, Oh, check this thing. Cool thing out. And then somebody else want to borrow that idea. So I think when, when uh, Gligar came out, they were like, you know what, this thing's awesome, let's throw it in here, we'll give it to Morrison. I don't know, it's, I think it might be something like that, where they just kind of like, oh, it just looks cool, let's put it in.
0: All right, yeah, the best example, I think, for the manga one is uh, Brock's Onyx, where Brock was really big on the manga, even outside of Ash, and it was always weird to me because I grew up with Ash and Brock being the same you know, friends, but I didn't, you, know, you don't realize these characters have their lives outside until you read the book. Okay. So you know, and again, it's not necessarily a bigger difference. You know, they're still connected, but you know, a lot of these characters have their own stories. It's just the cartoon focuses on the main character, and that's who we're going to, fo- you know, that's who we're going to see,
1: yeah.
0: the majority of the time. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so I've been playing the game. I've been making my deck, uh, and we're just going to kind of go over it quick. Uh, this is one of the cards that I would actually say recommend getting in your deck. Um, Not necessarily the best fighting, but usually the Gligars I have are around 100 HP, which, again, is not the greatest, but it's definitely a Pokemon card you want as kind of a defense type of thing, right? Um, If your other opponent has a lot of smaller Pokemon with maybe 60s and 70s, Gligar is one of those ones that will be able to hold up because you're those Pokemon that are uh, smaller or lesser HP their moves usually aren't as big, right? So it's one of those cards that I would say I like a lot. And if you guys are playing out there, get one. But it's not necessarily your go-to. It's just kind of your defensive strategy, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, makes sense.
0: Do, do you play it, by the way? I don't. I forgot to ask.
1: It has been a long time since I've played. I've always enjoyed it. But yeah, I moved on to Magic now.
0: <laughs> it, it, okay, so yeah, for me, I'm definitely rebuilding my deck because whatever I had, I definitely lost but I'm definitely going on, you know, places like eBay and Amazon are great because for me, you know, I'm not, I'm not a professional player, obviously, so I can just buy the cards that I need. And it's great that these people can will sell you 100 cards for, let's say, $8 because you're going to be able to fill your Pokédex up with these cards. Even You know, you'll get doubles, but you're going to end up getting all the cards you need. So right. just my shout out there because I definitely feel if, if you guys or if anybody out there is trying to rebuild the deck – go online, go to your local card stores, you can get packs. You know, I would definitely recommend going online and doing, you can get more for less money, but if you're a stickler for the the specific ones that are coming out, go to your local shop. All of them are going to have the packs. You just, you have to buy a bunch to actually, you know, have enough. Right. Yeah. Because I think the packs only have like 10 cards now or 11 cards. So, you know, you're going to buy like a bunch of them to actually
1: yeah, you can a lot players out there
0: for cheap, yeah. Exactly. All right, so we are going to skip down to uh, his basic stats. Um, the, yeah. So, again, so like I said, so in the game, uh, HP 65, attack 75, defense 105. So, again, like I said a, a minute ago, defensive is really what you use this guy for. Um, I know he's got some moves we'll get into in a second, being a flying ground type. Um, but effectiveness, which we'll talk about right now, he's basically damaged by everything. He's only resistant to three types and he's immune to two, one of which is one of his own. So he's immune to ground and electric and he's resistant to fighting poison and bug. What is, I mean, so, so for those out there playing the games, whether it's Pokemon Go or whether it's the Game Boy or the Switch, what does that mean for, for people who are using the Pokemon? He doesn't seem like a reliable Pokemon, when he can easily no. be killed by everything.
1: Well, the thing is, is, is he has his niche because he is immune to electric and he's a flying type. So, you know, normally flying, they get annihilated by electric and yet he's immune to it. So you do have that little niche where if you need to throw in some flying and avoid the damage coming from, maybe like you're fighting a dragon type or something like that, that might be weak. Uh, the fact that a dragon can use electric, you know, you have that little bit of a, of a niche spot for him.
0: Okay, so he's kind of like your, your uh, what's it called, dark horse pick. Like he's, the, he's the, the guy that may not do anything, but he can probably do some damage if you need him to maybe.
1: Yeah, if you're going against like a bug type that might have electric, that's what I was thinking, a bug type. So if you're going against a bug type that might have an electric ability, which there, there is one in Switch that does, um, that's, this is the guy you want to bring to the fight because he's able to be completely immune to everything he's doing, and yet you have the bonus of having flying abilities.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So moving. So yeah, so moving into those these moves that he's got, uh, we'll notice that a lot of them are your generic typing. So for instance, he can learn Poison Sting, he can learn Sand Attack, uh, Fury Cutter, uh, Slash, X Scissor. Um, A lot of these are fairly good moves, right? I mean, generally, not necessarily on him, but generally, these are good moves, right?
1: Right, yeah. Uh, I note that he only has one flying ability he learns the entire time, acrobatics.
0: You know that okay. I'm glad you said that because he's he. It looks like that's the only actual move that will do something. The rest of the moves that may be flying related don't seem to actually have any purpose towards fighting. Um, and then as he goes down through the through the generations, he learns stuff like earthquake, uh, brick break. Again, so not not all of these are his typing, and it's still weird to me how he does it. Um, but. So it seems like if you keep him long enough and you train him long enough, you can get him to a point where he's good, but he may still not be great just because of the fact of what his his uh, typing is.
1: Yeah, and you could really mix it up too. You could get a little bit of bug, a little poison, some dark steel. He has some steel moves. So he's, it's nice to have a Pokemon that can do this, where you bring him in a little bit of everything, and if you don't know what your enemy's bringing, you can counter this at some point.
0: All right, that, that's a that's a great way to put it. Uh, yeah, you, you can at some point you will be able to use him for something, whether or not he's good at the beginning. You'll he'll he'll have his um, he'll have his day in court, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so it, it's always funny to me how they can learn these. You know, like you know, again, he's a bug type, so poison typing makes sense. Like he can learn a poison move. There's a lot of poisonous bugs in the world, right? But then you have like fire and dark type fire to me means nothing to Gligar. Like Gligar has nothing physical on him that would relate him to a fire type, yet he can learn a fire type move. Um, Same with psychic. Psychic seems to be thrown around a lot. Fighting too. Those, you know what I mean? There's a lot of these moves that are thrown around and I'm like, is there a reason or are they just kind of like, are they just messing with us? Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of moves that doesn't work.
1: That fighting one too, Brick Break, that's a good one to keep on hand. It's, you know, 75 uh, power, not bad. 100% Hundred percent hit rate. Those are always good to have, and then fifteen PP. So that's a good one to kind of walk around and and beat things with. And it's good to have that mix. That's a solid one to keep on hand.
0: Right, right. It just it just so odd to me that that Gligar would learn that. Like you know, it just it doesn't work, but apparently it does. I yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so I have him in Pokemon Go. We always have to shout the Pokemon Go uh, as mm-hmm. that's what I'm playing right now. Um, again. Not people's go-to Pokemon for gym battles, stuff like that, but, uh, like you've mentioned, he can learn some moves with the charged attacks that may help better. Um, It looks like right now his best two fast attacks are Fury Cutter and Wing Attack, which I I would say okay to that. Um, Fury Cutter more so, because that's definitely a good move to have. Um, His charged attacks are Dig, Aerial Ace, and Night Slash. Not so hot, but... You know, there's a lot of Pokemon in Pokemon Go that have moves that just don't really work. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like we said earlier, uh, he, does have, he does need a Sinnoh Stone to evolve in Pokemon Go versus the Razor Fang uh, that we uh learned about for the game. So are you playing Pokemon Go at all or no? Uh,
1: Pokemon Shield took my life. <laughs> Pokemon,
0: okay, so, okay, so uh, I will get your input on that. I, um, uh, is he one of the Pokemon that we're allowed to have in Sword and Shield?
1: Not yet, but you could, you could probably trade him up through something. You know what I'm saying? There's, if he's not here yet, he will be eventually. They said that they're going to ha- be bringing in all the other ones through events and things like that. So I okay. noticed that he doesn't have a Sprite yet. He will have one eventually.
0: Okay. And then is he somebody that you're looking forward to adding to your, your group, or is he kind of like a give or a take type of thing?
1: Got to catch them all. I'll add him. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, coming.
0: There you go. Well said. Got to catch them all. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, okay, cool. So moving on down to trivia. Uh, first thing up, uh, although Gligar could not learn Earthquake by TM in Gen 2, he was able uh, – or like, Gligar, the new Earthquake, was a reward in Pokemon Stadium 2 for beating the rival in round two. Cool, I guess. I never played Pokemon Stadium. But, you know, nobody's consistent on these games at all.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, next thing up, Gligar can be seen as a parallel to Sneasel. Hmm, Interesting. Both of them are dual types, that's true, Sneasel is dark and ice, Um, have the same base stat totals, evolve into Pokemon that were introduced in Gen 5, oh wait, Gen 4, I'm sorry, Um, and do so by leveling up at night using items uh, containing the word Razor. Interesting, so, okay, let's kind of stop on that for a second. There's a lot of Pokemon in the game that seem to be opposites to each other. I don't know necessarily if these would be two other than the fact that maybe one's good, one's bad. Gligar would be the good guy. Sneasel would be the bad guy. What do you think?
1: I I can't imagine Gligar necessarily being a good guy per se. Sneasel's awesome. So that's. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't know why they think. Okay. So hold on. Sneasel's a cat type, right? So maybe like climbing up in the trees. Gligar's up in the trees too. I don't know. That's a tough one. That, that is a tough one, because
0: there's not much that really connects them other than, I mean, the same generation evolution, like they said. I, I don't know. I,
1: Sneasel is in S.H.I.E.L.D., by the way. Same with the evolution, so that's always good.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. That's good to know. Sneasel, yeah. actually, yeah, that, that's a kick-ass one you want, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's throw that out there to the audience. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you believe that Sneasel and Gligar can be polar opposites? Let us know down below why. Um, okay, moving on. So we talked about this earlier. Uh, Gligar shares of traits with bats, gargoyles, and scorpions based on the scorpion fly. Um, so we talked about the scorpion fly. Obviously, we both agree the bats. Um, gargoyle, for sure. Uh, definitely, if you look at his, his uh, coloration and his, his uh, body shape, yeah. that, that would be what a medieval gargoyle would look like, I think. What do you think?
1: Yeah, especially the ears. When you look at the ears, they look like something you could see on a gargoyle.
0: And I think especially in some of the sprites that I'm looking at, when he's blue and when he's darker, mm-hmm. gargoyles are usually, you know, they're made out of, are, of, of cement, that they're a darker color. So definitely when he's in, his, in that form, he definitely really represents his gargoyle, I believe, uh, yeah. over the pink, which I don't think I've ever seen a pink gargoyle, but hey, I could be wrong,
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know um okay so Gligar is a combination of the words glide and gargoyle so there you go that's probably where the gargoyle comes in and again we're back to the gliding not the flying pokemon i love you get your shit together just
1: <laughs> come on now guys
0: come on you've been doing this for god knows how long i mean what the, the game's been out since like 80s you, you, you come on just yeah that, that's all I'm going to say. I, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I also
1: come up with a gliding type next. So like, Oh no.
0: <laughs> exactly. They're like, but there's no gliding type. There's only flying. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So I guess we will end off there. Uh, any specific glygar facts or stuff that you, that we forgot that you like or anything that we talked about that really struck
1: your interest? Uh, glygar is awesome. Guys, catch him if you can. That's pretty <laughs> much it. You,
0: you heard it here. You heard it first. Vote for Frank. There you go. Uh, all right, cool. So, uh, all right. So, we are going to send it off there. So, as always, thanks for uh, catching some Pokemon with me today. Uh, thank you to our guest as well. And before we sign off, uh, what uh, what's going on in your podcast land over there? Uh,
1: we have the live from uh, the Gaming Expo this weekend. Um, nice. And basically, this whole month, we're just going to be doing like Game of the Year, Movie of the Year, and then we'll, at the end of the month, we're going to do Decade because it's the end of the decade, essentially. So, just check us out.
0: Very cool. All right. Well, as always, I will uh, pop your link up at the bottom of this podcast so you guys can go check out Frank and all the guys at Geek Freaks. Um, as for me, we just put out two episodes on Monday. I thought I was going to say yesterday, but it's not yesterday. It's Monday. Uh, we, I put up my video where I talked with uh, Nick and Tiffany from Black Girls Do Stuff 2 about some villains that aren't so bad, as well as a, a podcast I did with Paul from uh, superheroes.cool. About some old school retro stuff that really made me feel old. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun time as well. Um, so if you haven't checked those out, go check them out, uh, please. Uh, as for all you other nerds out there, at the end of the year, we got some fun stuff going on. If you guys are in Ventura County, I know you said you're in Sacramento, right? Or near Sacramento?
1: Yeah, Sacramento, yeah.
0: Okay, so I know you guys will probably be coming down for some of my live events because you guys are in the States. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get you guys down if you guys are up to that. Yeah. Um, and as for the rest of everything, hope you guys have a safe holiday. Uh, we have some more podcasts
1: coming up through the end of the year. And as always, go catch them all. Bye, guys.